Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So sorry about last week. I was sick. So we just totally didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't want to get anyone sick. Um, but we're back, and I have 11 signs you were born as a witch, oh. which, if these are true, like, oh, my God, I am totally a witch. Mm, let's see if I'm a witch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first one, you hate krauts. Uh, definitely. The mixed energy of all those people is tiring for you and not good for your sensitive feeling. And after a long day, for example, in a busy city, you just need to be alone. Yep. Uh, death and supernatural things have always fascinated you. Yep. You like to collect crystals, stones, or seashells. Nope. I collect seashells from my bathroom. <laughs> uh, you like nature and feel a connection with it. A walk in the forest can calm you, and you love looking at the moon and the stars. Totally yeah. me. Uh, you naturally prefer silver than gold. Yes. Silver is the color of the moon. Yeah. You love the rain, storms, Windy weather, which that is not. No. I hate wind. I like storms. I love storms and rain. And rain. I hate as wind. As long as I don't have to go out in it. Yeah. Uh, you love burning candles, bonfires, or the smell of the ground after the rain. It shows your connection with the elements. And you have more energy at night when the moon shines. Yep. Absolutely. Guess I'm a witch, too. Well, yeah. So, totally us. <laughs> Okay, and then I have, I think. Well, while you're looking for that, so I listened to Jim Harold's Campfire, uh-huh. which uh, is it's an awesome podcast, and they he has uh, guests come on, okay. and they tell their spooky stories. Okay, well. Uh, I'm a little bit behind on it, so it's probably, I don't know, maybe a month to two months ago. He had, he did a Black Eyed Kids. Oh, yeah. Episode. And he had that Brian Bethel on there. Who? Brian Bethel. Who's that? The the guy that first, he's a, he was the reporter that had an experience with Black Eyed Kids. Uh, and he's the one that really started off. I don't. I don't know who that is. You don't? No. Oh my god. I know. I want to know. Well, you should listen to, to at least that episode. Okay. He was on there and he told his story. Ooh. And he. This was back in the nineties. Uh huh. When this happened to him, so it was like he, um, you know, the internet was. We had the internet, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't nearly. Not like it was, like it is now. Right. But he, I think he put it on, put on something, which is how the story got out. Okay. So he was the main one to, to start talking about Black oh Eyed my Kids. Gosh. Even though there have been stories from before yeah. the 90s. But he's really the one that got everyone's attention oh my on gosh. What, what they were or whatever. But... Uh, yeah, that was a really good episode. I'll have to listen to that for sure. It's called Black Eyed Kids something. I don't remember what he... Okay, yeah, those are so creepy. I know. I would die if I 
came across any any creepy kids are totally creepy, but if they've got completely black eyes, yeah. Oh my gosh! And then like the feeling that they say that you get around yes. them, yes. Which he said he had it. Ooh, creepy! Oh my god! And it was weird because he said that. Well, I'll just go ahead and tell you the story. Okay. <laughs> so he was on his way. So this was when, um, like, Wi-Fi internet was just you know, started. Yeah. And he had to go and pay his bill. Okay. So he went, he drove to the, the place where you pay, you pay your bill, mm-hmm. which was right next to a theater, a movie theater. Yeah, kids, we couldn't go online and pay our bills. We had to yeah. go either yeah. in person or send them in the mail. Yeah, so when he got there, <laughs> he pulled up in the parking lot. And like I said, the movie theater's right there too. Mm-hmm. And he had to get out his checkbook. So he started to write a check. Yeah. And <laughs> he hears this knock on his car window. And he looks over and there's these two boys. He said they look, they could be anywhere from nine to 12. Okay. Um, they were at that age where it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. And uh, he said one of them, you know, had red hair and freckles and the other one i don't remember what he said but um so he he cracked his window okay he didn't roll it all the way down and they said that they wanted to see a movie but they forgot their money and they wanted to know if he would drive them to their mother their mother's house so they could get their money and then drive them back (laughs) <laughs> and um, he said he just he just had this really weird feeling around them, like an anxious, weird feeling. Ooh, like, get out of there? Yeah. Ugh. And he's like, well, he thought it was weird. It is weird. Just, you know. That's weird. weird. Yeah. He's like, so he goes, well, what movie are you wanting to go see? And they said Mortal Kombat. Okay. So he said he looked over at the marquee. And notice that Mortal Kombat has already started. Okay. It's been playing for a while. By the time he takes them to their mother's house. And back. And and back. Yeah. They're going to miss most of the movie. And he told them that. And um, they they didn't care, you know. Yeah. And he said that when he broke eye contact with them to look at the marquee. And then he looked back is when he noticed that their eyes were black. Weird. And he didn't, he, he was wondering if, like, that was what caused him to be able to see. Oh, because he looked away? Yeah, because he, he looked away from them, like, broke that contact. Yeah. And then when he looked back and he saw their eyes, that's when he really started. Oh my God. Like, he was scared shitless. When he saw their eyes... He immediately rolled his window up and put his car oh my God. in drive. And by that time, the kid that had been talking to him, he said the other one didn't say anything. He was totally silent the whole time. But the one that was talking to him started banging on his window and said, you need to let us in. Oh, my God. We, we have to be able to get in your car. We don't. And, and he said he was talking about... He's, they said that they don't, 
don't worry, we don't have any guns or anything. <laughs> you know, just weird. Oh my just god! Just really weird. Like there's some, there's something off about him. That is so creepy. Just the way they, the way he talked, he, like the mother thing. They didn't say, you know, can you take us to our mom's? It was always mother's house. Yeah. Can you take us to mother's house? It's weird. So just the way they he talked. And oh my God, what is that? I don't know. Ooh, what the fuck? But then he, you know, he he left, and he's still in the parking lot. He looks up, you know, in his rearview mirror, or whatever, and they're gone. Oh my God, what? Yeah. He said he never drove so fast. <laughs> and even when he got to his apartment, he was like, you know, scanning. Yeah, yeah. looking around, seeing, you know. Oh my and gosh. He was. Freak. He said he was scared to death. Oh, my God. What is that? I don't know. Are they demons? Well, people have demons. People have different, you know. Interpretations. Yeah. Yeah. Some think they're demons. Some think they're aliens. Those were my two first guesses. Because of the uh, people that do let them in have been um, sick. Or missing time. Is that right? No. Oh. I don't think they have missing time. Oh. But they get sick, like, they get, like, radiation poisoning. Oh, shit. Because that's what they have the symptoms of. Huh. Is radiation poisoning. So what? some people think they're aliens or human-alien hybrids. Yeah. Um, or that they're, like, they could be a gin. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the other one was. But, I mean, nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody oh, my knows. gosh. That is so creepy. But that was a really good episode. And I thought it was really cool because I've listened to so many uh, podcasts that, you know, tell black-eyed story. Yeah. Or black-eyed kid stories. But he actually had the dude on there. Yeah, like a first-hand experience. Yes, yeah, that was telling his story. Yeah. It was really cool. That is cool. I'll have to listen to that for sure. Creepy. I love it. Okay. So I have um, some people share moments when they realize they weren't young anymore. Oh, no. I don't like these. <laughs> I, uh, I have so many moments. No, they're very relatable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First one, I threw my back out scooping cat litter one day. <laughs> I didn't even do anything weird. I just bent over like normal, and then I was in pain for a week. <laughs> I've since done it again, scooping litter. Oh. So I'm convinced that my boyfriend should handle that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when a song I loved as a teenager appeared on an oldies station. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that's depressing. <laughs> oh, that's bad. I just bought a new mop and was really excited to go home and use it. I mopped the whole apartment in bliss. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. Uh, I had a truck sitting in front of my house for an hour at 1 a.m. Didn't know what they were up to, but I didn't like it. Finally, I knocked on the window and said, I don't know what you're doing, but do it somewhere else. <laughs> Turns out it was a couple of teenagers fooling around whom uh, live a few houses down. So, yeah, I pulled the literal damn kids get off my lawn on them. And now I'm that old man who lives down the street and I'm only 35. 
I don't like it when there's cars out front that are running either. No. What are they doing? I don't like, know. Go but away. They don't need to be in front of my house no. doing it. <laughs> okay. This year, when multiple sons of American football players I watched growing up got drafted into the NFL. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I realized having a one in front of my birth year is all anyone needs to know, I'm old enough to purchase alcohol. I don't know why, but that dumb fact just hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. When you sit there and you have to put your birth, your oh, birthday, you have to keep scrolling. And scroll. Like, oh, my God. It used to be, like, right there. Yeah. You didn't have to scroll at all. No. Now, now it's, it's like, like shit. How fuck old am I? Pages later, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and it's it's so depressing when you scroll like twice and you're still in the two thousands. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> I still have so many years to go. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Saw some neighborhood kids messing with the stop sign. I slowed the car down, rolled down the window, and said, hey. I think maybe you shouldn't be doing that. In my mind, that meant cut it out before an adult catches you. But these kids looked sheepishly at the ground and gave me an okay, like I was the adult in the situation, which I was gently chastising children for fooling around with public property. (laughs) That's the equivalent of (laughs) ma'am. Oh my gosh. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, next one, when I found my first gray pubic hair on my balls. <laughs> it's quite the reality check when even your junk looks old. <laughs> um, next one, when one of my younger co-workers took it upon herself to explain to me who Cardi B was. <laughs> I already knew who she was and was familiar with her music. Apparently, I just looked like I didn't. Ne- I needed to be supplied with this info. <laughs> well, that's a bitch move. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, When my best friend and I were planning for a concert, and for the first time in our lives, we were like, do we want to buy seats instead of (laughs) standing in the pit? (laughs) That's definitely old. (laughs) Uh, When I I only got four hours of sleep before work, and I felt like I was literally going to die. Yes. Ten years ago, I would drive five hours after work on a Friday to see my significant other. We'd party all weekend, and then I'd leave at like 1 a.m. on Monday, drive all night, and go back to work that same morning. I was exhausted, but fine. Now, just one night of not enough sleep. I got old. Yep. And when I started viewing guys on motorcycles with concern instead of, instead of awe... <laughs> <laughs> Damn kid's gonna get himself killed versus, ooh, look at that hot rebel. <laughs> uh, I got mammed by a, a random 20-something. Broke my heart. Yeah. Been there. Mm-hmm. Some kids were throwing a party, loud music, laughter, voices. I said to myself, it's 10, 10 p.m. Shouldn't they be turning it down now? <laughs> Started debating to go knock on the door and tell them to just turn it down a bit. Then realized it's Saturday night. (laughs) I realized I'm officially that cranky neighbor who's home on a Saturday night with nothing better to do but get mad at teens for doing exactly what I used to do. Yep. Then you're like, damn it, I can't say anything. (laughs) I have to live with this shit. It's payback. (laughs) 
Uh, next one. Reasonably recent references are met with dead silence and confusion by young adults and teens. Yeah. I had an apprentice. 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 That sounded weird. <laughs> uh, work alongside me, and he had no idea who the Spice Girls were. Oh. He's just stupid. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty silly, but for me, it was when I was shopping in Target and came across a buy one, get one 50% off deal for OxyClean. I was so excited <laughs> that I texted my wife and then promptly realized, oh, man, I'm so middle-aged. <laughs> it was like one of those avoid becoming your parents, like your parents' commercials. <laughs> yep. Uh, when I dislocated my jaw, lying in bed, yawning. <laughs> oh my God. Didn't even think that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> or when I decide I'm going to clean one day over the weekend, and then I'm sore for two days afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I took my fiance back to the university I attended, and we went for a drink at my old favorite bar. Ordered a margarita, and the waiter said, do you want the well tequila with uh, that we serve to everyone or, like, adult tequila? <laughs> I'd be like, what? I didn't know there was such a thing. I'm not an adult. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I dropped something on the floor and had to think for a hard second whether to go down and reach for it or just leave it. <laughs> Uh, when I stopped healing as fast as I used to. Yeah. And finally, when I went to a nightclub and everyone looked like children. That is, I haven't been noticing that so much lately. What, all the drivers are 12? Yes. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Every one of them. I'm like, oh no. my God. I know. And they're like in college and shit. Yes. Oh my God. I know. It's crazy. I'm so old. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I'm almost 10 years <laughs> older than you. Oh, man. No, we're not. We're young and vibrant and... <laughs> I don't know about yes, either one of Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, my gosh. I'm starting to get old lady neck. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like it. All right, so... Uh, this week I did 15, <coughs> eerie, 15 eerie indications your past lives are seeping into the present. Ooh, weird. If you ever experienced memories that do not seem to be your own, had the feeling of deja vu, or dreamed vividly about people and places you've never seen, these may be signs you've led a past life. Also known as reincarnation, Living more than one life is a popular belief in Eastern religions such as Hinduism and Buddhism, as well, it, as well as in New Age spirituality. Recognizing signs of past lives can give insight and meaning to the life we currently have. Dr. Ian Stevenson is probably the most famous researcher of reincarnation and evidence of past lives, collecting stories of reincarnation from children who remember their former selves. His work is seen as the strongest reincarnation proof to date. Some of the evidence he's collected can be found in the an antidotes below. Were you once a gladiator? Did you help build the pyramids? Perhaps you fought in the Revolutionary War. How would you even know? 
Read on for the most common indicators you've lived a past life. You have vivid recurrent dreams. Dreams can be a reflection of many things, including issues your brain is trying to process, stress, or past trauma. They can also be a sign you've lived a past life. Specific places or people that seem oddly familiar and recognizable in your dreams but are foreign to you in waking life may actually be things you've experienced before. A woman who dreamed of herself in 1940s clothing, speaking to a group of soldiers, later discovered through a past life regression that she had previously died during World War II. I've had vivid dreams before. Recurrent dreams. I I don't dream anymore because my recreational activities, but <laughs> I used to I used to have like uh, I would I would dream one night and then the next night I would pick it up mm. and dream more and I would be in the same place that I had no idea. Yeah, it was a, like a house. So I I think those were like memories or something because yeah. I had never seen that house before, but I would dream about that house multiple times. I had a dream when I was younger and it was about a. I don't remember what the actual dream was, but I remember the guy in the dream. He had dark hair and bright blue eyes. I'd never seen him before in my life. Sounds hot. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Maybe like, that's your like soulmate. That's what I was thinking. Hmm. Interesting. Or maybe someone from a past life, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. But I never saw him in real life. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Some of your memories seem out of place. Memories play an important part in our functioning as human beings. Without our memory, we wouldn't be able to remember who, what, or where we are, um, as well as anything outside of ourselves. But having memories of places, people, or specific events we've never experienced is a likely sign of a past life. A young boy told his mother he used to be someone else. Further investigation revealed memories of living and working in Hollywood including specific facts like having three sons. The boy was even able to recognize himself in an old photo from a movie set. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. How can people not believe this? Well, and, it, and what's weird is, like, all of these seem to be, like, the, the kids that remember their past lives, they're young. Yeah. And once they reach a certain age, they totally forget it. Yeah. That's like legit. I mean, I can see that. Yeah. Happen, like legit. Yeah. You experience deja vu. You may visit a place you've been before or meet someone you used to interact with, sparking memories of your past experiences with these people or places. However, when you have the same feeling of past recognition, but in a situation that's completely new, it's known as deja vu. This disorienting feeling can be triggered by sight, smell, sound, taste, or touch. And it is claimed 60 to 70% of people have experienced this feeling at some point. A woman visiting a Titanic artifact ex exhibition suddenly had feelings of claustrophobia <gasps> and seasickness oh my God. from being on a rocking ship. She also noticed a ring from a passenger on display that she immediately recognized as her own. Shut the fuck no, 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 up. Not right now. Not right now. Oh, my God. That is crazy. I used to have deja vu, like, 
all the yeah. time. I haven't had deja vu in years. Yeah, me neither. Certain cultures or time periods attract you. Perhaps you have an affinity for ancient Greece, the Japanese Edo, Edo period, or World War I, but you have absolutely no reason why. Having an attraction to certain cultures, environments, or time periods with no explanation could also be a sign you have lived a past life. A woman who always chose to be the Native American when playing with her sister suddenly felt a sense of fear and dread when traveling through Arizona. Oh. A past life regression revealed memories of fighting with white settlers as a Native American and being killed on the same mes mesa she had seen. Holy shit. Aaron is all about Egyptians. Oh, yeah. I, and that's like nothing I've ever been interested in at mm -hmm. all. So I'm like, that's so weird. I wonder. If I, I, I'm not like obsessed with it or anything, but I think it's cool. I have a it's book. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> of, uh, Egypt stuff. That's cool. And I've got a little sarcophagus dude. Yeah. Over there. No, I've never, like, Egypt is like nothing. Like, yeah. Never even thought about it. But, like, um, definitely World War II and the 20s is like a big thing for me. So mm. I'm thinking maybe I was living maybe. in that area. Yeah, era. that has no interest to me at all. That's crazy. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I went to a museum one time, and there was a Holocaust exhibit. I, like, freaked out. I oh, had a panic really? attack. I, I had to leave that area. Oh, I don't that's think, interesting. Yeah, I don't think the Holocaust was a very good time for me for some reason. Hmm. I haven't had anything like that. Who knows? Who knows? That is nuts, though. Unexplained phobias or fears haunt you. <laughs> Most people experience some sort of fear in their lifetime, and about 4 to 5% of Americans yearly experience a phobia or irrational fear. When a person's fear or phobia can't be explained, though, it is a possible sign of a past life. A woman who had acute phobias of the dark and things wrapped around her neck for reasons she couldn't explain was believed to be the reincarnation of a young girl who was strangled. A picture of the young girl was discovered and found to be extremely similar to the woman at the same age. When this connection was revealed, the woman's fears and nightmares suddenly disappeared. What? Crazy. Okay, so what does my irrational fear of um, taxidermied animals mean? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you lived in the olden days when you had to kill your own animals. And I hated it? For food, and you hated it. <clears throat> it had to be something with them touching me then because that's what I am most afraid of. I, if it's like across the room, it's fine. If it's near me and it might touch me, I will die. I don't think I have any irrational phobias. I don't know what it is about tech. I mean, it, they're dead animals. It's gross. But why am I so scared of them? And it's them touching me. That is the thing. Like, Maybe you were like trampled oh my god or <laughs> that would or definitely like gored or something oh my by god a wild animal holy shit yeah. and then you got kelly that was extremely afraid of fish fish she drowned for sure <laughs> for something. sure or she got 
attacked by a shark or <laughs> Oh, my something. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> but I don't think I have anything like that. I don't like birds. But but it's not like an irrational I, fear. Yeah. I, like, if I see a bird, I'm not going to, like, flip out or... Yeah. It, I think they're gross. They are gross. I can't stand birds. They're nasty. Yeah. But, I mean, they're pretty to look at from far away. Sure. You know. Weird. But I don't have a phobia, I don't think. <laughs> Languages you've never learned are understandable to you. <gasps> Weird. Understanding and being able to speak languages you've never learned could mean you've led a past life. Also known as xenoglossy. I want that. Stories of the phenomenon can be found throughout history, even in the Bible. A woman who suddenly started speaking German when hypnotized was believed to have previously lived as a German girl. It was found she could understand and speak 237 German words, many not previously spoken by the people interviewing her. Weird. Oh, my gosh. It's nuts. You feel older than you actually are. If you've ever been called an old soul, you may have experienced a past life. Many spiritual people believe this advanced intuition or inner knowing of things without explanation to be a sign your soul has reincarnated several times. Many children who show evidence of past lives remember their previous parents. Hmm. One little boy even told his mother, that's not how my other mommy used to make my sandwiches. She did them differently. Your other mommy? I would have a problem with that. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm the only mother you have. Yeah. That's <laughs> evil. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. I didn't go through all this work and ruin my body for you to have another mommy. <laughs> Your body experiences unexplained pains. I think that's just called old, old age. age. Yeah, yes. we talked about that in my beginning. Yes. <laughs> Physical pain is an unfortunate fact in many people's lives, but pain with no reasonable medical explanation can be viewed as a possible past life sign. Often when people undergo a discovery process such as past life regression, their symptoms disappear when the cause is understood. Such is the case with a woman who complained of constant back pain that no doctor could diagnose or cure. Past life regression therapy revealed she was mauled by a bear in a past life, and in sudden death, her soul carried the physical pain of the attack along with it. Holy sh... That is the worst one. I think you... <laughs> that is... Why would they... That is really weird for them to do a past life regression because of pain? That is weird. Yeah, yeah that is weird. Or maybe she just did it because it was interesting and... Oh, accidentally found that out. That would be crazy. Yeah. You have a birthmark. Mm -hmm. Many babies are born with birthmarks, which may include hemangioma or port wine stains. And some people believe these to be signs of trauma in a past life. Dr. Ian Stevenson investigated 210 cases of birthmarks and defects in children with memories of past lives. His studies included a boy born without fingers who remembers his fingers being amputated, a boy with a chest birthmark having memories of being shot in the chest, and a woman who believed a birthmark on her leg was caused by a snake bite in a past life. 
Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. I th- I have a bunch of birthmarks on my head, I guess. Oh yeah. So, I think I might have been shot in the head at some point. Hmm. And then if I was living during the World War II, that would make sense. Yeah. That's true. I had I don't know if I still do, but I had a birthmark somewhere. I don't even remember where. <laughs> it was in a place I couldn't really see, mm-hmm. but mommy knew it was there and she told oh, me. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's how I knew because I obviously I don't know it's mm-hmm. on my head. She told me that I had a bunch of birthmarks on my head. Hmm. I'm very curious, like if I ever shaved my head or something, what yeah. it would look like because yeah. I have no idea. Well, nobody, most people don't. Yeah. Um, also, our dad has a birthmark on his left side, I believe. Yeah, I'm, I've seen. Um, it. and me and Kelly both have versions of it. In the same spot. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't have one. That's weird. Yeah. Mine, I think, was somewhere, like, around here. Like, around my pit. Hmm. Or the other. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. You question your gender identity. You may have been a different gender in a past life. Some reincarnation believers wonder if one's gender is decided according to the time period your past life is in. So, for example, a person who needs to participate in martial activities might be born male during a time period in which only men fought in wars, and how being that gender can help teach you whatever spiritual lesson is needed. A young girl born with a birthmark near her groin complained about missing Japan. She also demonstrated masculine traits, such as preferring boys' clothing, and she was angry about having a period. It was believed she was a male soldier in a previous life who died when shot near the groin. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, we're all not happy about periods. So. <laughs> just, just, just put that out there. That's <laughs> definitely true. It's the most horrible thing. It really is. You have a soulmate. It may be just a romantic dream, but finding a soulmate can be a sign of a past life. One evidence of a soul connection is said to be a feeling of having known the other person for a long time, even upon just meeting. For example, a young engaged couple who experienced a very fast and intense relationship underwent a past life regression and discovered they had in fact been lovers in a previous life. This doesn't mean your soulmate is the person you're destined to be romantically involved with, though. Soulmates can appear as friends, teachers, or even enemies. Or your children, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. The earth does not feel like home. Oh my gosh, what? Have you ever felt like you just didn't belong on earth? If people's behaviors don't make sense to you, life doesn't seem to be reality, or you just feel different, you may have led a past life. It is believed souls that reincarnate from other planets view earth differently and may feel misunderstood and alone during their life. They also feel a strong urge to return home. One person wrote about this feeling, commenting, I can spend hours and hours just staring off into them, the stars, admiring their beauty. When I do this, it comforts me. I don't feel so alone in this world, but I scan the stars like I'm searching for home, but I've forgotten exactly where it's at. Weird. That one gave me chills for some reason. That's very strange. And she could just be a witch. That's, and hasn't, that's true. And hasn't found her coven. Yes. Um, but that reminds me, did you ever read, I think it was the same author that 
wrote uh, Twilight. She did another book called The Host. Oh, yeah. I read The Host. In that, she was, it was like a parasite, kind of. Mm-hmm. And they they were overtaking human bodies. Yeah. And they would remember their past lives. Like, she could remember her past lives. And the last one, she was a squid. You remember that? I don't remember that. It's been years since I read it. it I, I just, it stuck out to me a lot because I thought it was so cool uh-huh. that she had a past life and she wasn't even like a human. Yeah. She was like, I remember communicating with my other squid people <laughs> through our heads, you know, it was like yeah. super weird. And I was like, that is so weird. I wonder if that's like a thing. Yeah. And that, where you could live on another like universe or something yeah. and come back here oh my That's god weird. it is so weird those that was a really good book it was a good it book. was very interesting they tried to make a movie out of it yeah but no it read the book didn't work yeah it's called the host it's by stephanie meyer it's really good yeah um you did really well in history class without really trying i not me yeah that's not me <laughs> Have you ever aced a history test without really trying? Have you shown a strange aptitude for information about a particular historical time or place? If so, these may be signs of a past life, and they may just point to where and when you lived before. Like an inexplicable historical fascination, strong historical knowledge that you just don't really know how you acquired is a signal of a past life. Crazy. You have a strong, reliable intuition. Are you able to sort of predict things before they happen? Do you often have a sense of something even before it is explained to you? Some experts on the topic of past lives and reincarnation believe that a strong intuitive ability may signal past lives. How so? The thinking here is that a well of past experiences, which you would have learned and grown from, inform the way you experience things in your present life. Like being an old soul, strong intuition involves wisdom. The wisdom to interpret, predict, and respond to the things that are or will be happening to you. Crazy. And this is the last one. You don't have a strong connection with your parents. Sure, lots of adults don't have awe-inspiring relationships with their parents, and this can happen for a myriad, is that how you say that? Myriad? Yeah, I think. Of legitimate and complicated reasons. However, for some with weak parental bonds, this lack of a relationship may be indicative of a past life, especially if they feel an inexplicable affinity for another set of parents whom they don't really even know. If you're having dreams about other parents, have vivid recollections of living with another set, or simply seem incapable of bonding with your current parents, you might have had a stronger connection in a past life and died young. That one's sad. Yeah. And it's not their fault. No. It sucks. Did you know that you can go on YouTube and there is a um, hypnosis simulation that you can do on your own? Uh, to do a past life regression Mm-mm. and you it's like a YouTube thing so you would just like close your eyes and listen to it but it's supposed to you're supposed to get visions of your past life oh, while yeah? doing it mm-hmm. have you tried it no mm-hmm. and I actually because I it was it was some guy that does it and I wrote it down like in my old phone and forgot all about no. it but if you look it up on YouTube I know you'll be able to find it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so I have a riddle first because I forgot. Okay. (laughs) What can you break even if you never pick it up or touch it? Your heart? A promise. Oh. That's uh, your heart's a good one too. Yeah. Okay, and then I have um, just some creepy things that have happened to people. First one, one night when I was about 10, I was closing the blinds on my window before bed when I saw a man. He was standing by one of the trees in the yard. He looked like he had a hat and a long black trench coat on. He was holding an axe and his eyes looked completely white. I froze in fear and just stood there clutching my chest. The next thing I knew, the man began walking toward my window. In the blink of an eye, he was face to face with me. The only thing separating us was the glass. I started screaming bloody murder and my parents came running. I remember them saying that they found me curled up in a ball, rocking back and forth, crying. I had told them about the man, but they didn't believe me until the same thing happened to my mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That is creepy. Yeah. Ooh. Just even the just the guy standing there with, like, all white eyes and an axe. Ew. Ooh. And then he comes, like, running at you. I no. would. Oh, my God. I would I, die. <laughs> I would die, too. Oh, my God. That's creepy. Next one, my aunt used a Ouija board when she was a teenager with her best friend. A ghost slash demon told one of them, told them one of them would die within the next year and the other would die of old age. A year passed and they stopped thinking too much about this prediction. Then my aunt's best friend got hit by a car while she was on vacation with her family, went into a coma for a couple days, then passed away. My aunt went to her friend's neighborhood to look for her because she was running late from her trip and she was worried. Out of nowhere, this golden-haired little girl she had never seen before and never saw again appeared and said to my aunt, Are you looking for your friend's name? She's dead. That was, the o- that was only a few minutes after the car accident happened. Everyone, don't use Ouija boards. People die. Please don't let it happen again. Hmm. Creepy. One day in 2000, I had a friend come visit. We were sitting in the living room at night, and she froze. She was staring at the window. I started to panic, thinking someone was outside the window looking in at us. I looked at the window, and both of our reflections had our heads tilted, but we were both sitting up straight. (laughs) We both jumped up and started running out of the house. On the way to the door, I looked at the window, and the reflection showed us still sitting on the couch with our heads tilted. We spent the night elsewhere, and I started keeping the curtains closed after that. I still cover all the windows, especially at night. Ooh. What? That gave me major chills. Okay, so that reminds me. I saw this um, news story on Yahoo. It was this guy. He had, like, this huge family. It was, like, his parents, and I think he had, like, nine or seven brothers and sisters, like a bunch of kids. Well, they got this big family picture taken and it was pretty close up of you know, it was like in the 80s you could tell and it was like all the kids and the mom and then the dad was right in the middle and for some reason the photographer only had the dad tilt his head so like everyone's just sitting there but the dad's sitting there with his head tilted and smiling it's like this this dad has hated this picture <laughs> this whole time because he's like why the fuck am i the only one with my head tilted So this guy for his, I think it was like Christmas, some sort of present, he photoshopped, like he took the picture of his family 
and he photoshopped his head, his dad's head straight, mm-hmm. and he tilted everyone else's <laughs> and gave it to him. <laughs> that is great. I was dying. It was hilarious because it shows him like fixing the guy's head, and you're like, oh my god, he's gonna love it. It looks yeah, really that's good. What I was thinking, and then like that, like a click, and everyone else's <laughs> tilted. It's so funny. But anyway, that was fucking creepy. That was beyond creepy shit. Creepy, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's another mirror thing. Yeah. It's a yeah, re- reflection. Ugh. Oh, my God. Uh, next one. My oldest brother died in his sleep 20 years ago. I had not spoken with him for almost a year due to family issues. The night before his funeral, I was very upset. I was sitting on the floor in my bedroom, and my wife was sitting on the bed with her arms wrapped around my chest. After crying into her stomach for a while, I said, Roop, I'm so sorry for not talking to you. I felt a tap on my right shoulder and heard my brother's voice say, It's all right. I looked up and my wife's eyes were silver dollar sized. And I asked, Did you hear that? She said, I heard your brother say, It's all right. Ooh. Oh my God. Creepy. Give me chills. I've got like permanent chills right now. <laughs> Next one, while staying at a vacation rental, I awoke in the middle of the night after having a bad dream. When I opened my eyes, I saw a woman kneeling at the foot of my bed with her arms down by my feet. Groggy and confused, I sat up to get a closer look. Whatever it had had no face, short hair, and was wearing a striped sweater. A few seconds later, she just disappeared. I sat there, now wide awake and in total disbelief. I've never believed in ghosts and have no scientific explanation for what happened. I know I wasn't dreaming. In fact, I laid awake in bed after that for an for over an hour. I reluctantly told the owner of the house what happened when she came by to fix the shower drain, and her eyes welled up with tears. She told me something similar had happened to her when she lived there, and that her deceased grandparents once visited her in that room. That gave me the chills. It's been six years since that happened, and the memory is still completely clear. Creepy. I'll tell you what, I'd be fucked if there was any ghosts at night. I wouldn't see them. <laughs> you, you. I would have no idea. I mean, you would see a blob of something. Not if it's dark. I mean, what if they're glowing? Ghosts glow, right? I don't know. You would see something and you'd be like, what the fuck is that? And put it on glasses, right? I don't know. My my eyes are bad. I, you know. If it was glowing, maybe. But if it was just like a sh- dark shadow or something, there ain't no freaking way I'd be. I know. I'd probably it. be like, "What are you doing? Go back to bed." <laughs> I like, it's my kids, so I can't really see either, and especially <laughs> if it's dark. I would one hundred percent think it was one of my kids. I'd be like, "What do you want?" I would. I probably wouldn't even think there was anything there. I'd be like, "Why the fuck am I awake?" And I go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Next one. I lived in an apartment building in the city. When I first moved there, I was kind of confused as to how elevators worked because they were super old-fashioned and didn't have numbers on the buttons. I think you just had to count off from left to right, but I'd always forget. One day, I came back from a long day of work and felt super tired. The elevator situation didn't help, and out of frustration, I pressed every single button there was. The elevator just stopped. I didn't feel it moving at all. My dumbass started to pry open the doors with my hands, It worked, but it wasn't on the lobby floor anymore. I stepped out into a hallway that looked like all the other floors, except the lights were extremely dim. 
but was literally something out of a horror movie, and I got back into the elevator. The door started closing, but just before it was fully closed, a white hand shot in between the closing doors. I screamed and closed my eyes. When I opened them, the doors were closed. Creepy. What was it? Just some poor person trying to catch the elevator. (laughs) Maybe with a glove on. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. No, because if they stuck their hand in there, the doors would have opened. I guess. Unless they were really old-fashioned, like they said, and they, did, they didn't work like mm, that. Maybe. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> next one. My husband would leave around 5 a.m. for work every morning. I'd roll over and go back to sleep. One morning, he left, and I heard footsteps walking back toward the bedroom down our hallway on the hardwood floors. I rolled over and said, honey, did you forget something? I saw a black shadowy figure in the bedroom doorway. It made its way into the room, past the end of the bed, and around to me. It placed both hands firmly on my chest and started to press down on my upper body into the bed. I remember that all I could see was it was wearing an olive green shirt with a bunch of colorful little things on it, like yellow lightning bolts or squiggly lines. I took both both my hands, pushed it off, and yelled, No! And it completely disappeared. I was too scared to get out of bed and turn the lights on, so I grabbed the remote and turned the TV on, and it lit up the room. I never saw it again. What the fuck was that? Next one, I woke up one night when I was about 10 years old and saw a man standing at the end of my bed. I knew it couldn't have been my dad because this person was taller than him and had medals on his chest. I must have fallen back asleep But when I told my dad about it the next morning, he went really pale and asked me to describe the medals as best I could. I drew him some pictures of what I could remember, and that afternoon my aunt sent over pictures of the medals on my great-grand... Of the medals my great-grandfather had been awarded awarded during World War II. The ones I had drawn included those he was awarded (laughs) posthum... You know that word I'm trying to say? I think humulously. Humulously. (laughs) You know what I mean. We don't do English. (laughs) Not well, anyway. (laughs) I had never seen them before and didn't know they existed. Uh, It gets weirder, though. Since then, my two little cousins and little sister have all had the exact same thing happen. One of them knew the story prior to them seeing this person at the end of the bed, but all have described the same medals. Our great-grandfather was buried at sea after being captured during the siege of Singapore. It's kind of nice to think he's looking over us somewhere. Oh, that that is a good one. Yeah. And he's like, look what I did. Look at all my medals. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you proud of me? (laughs) That's sweet. (laughs) Uh, This happened shortly after my boyfriend unexpectedly passed away. I had such a hard time with his passing and was really depressed. At the time, I was living with my family, and my room was down in the basement. I went to take a nap and was lying on my side when I felt the bed sink as if someone came to lie beside me. Then I heard a male voice say, You see, I can still touch you. This was years ago. I'm now married, but every time I think of that moment, I cry. Even after all these years, he holds part of my heart. That's so sad. Um, I was in my aunt's 250-year-old house in a secluded area of Rhode Island. 
I was alone in the house watching TV when I heard something upstairs. I turned down the volume and it sounded like a baby cry. I walked out in the hallway toward the stairs and it got louder. It sounded like it was coming from upstairs. I went back to the TV room and sat down. Obviously, I wasn't going to check. To this day, I still can't explain it. No one else was there. They didn't have a baby. They had teenage kids. The house is nowhere close to any other property, so it couldn't have been a neighbor. I believe in science, which points to the fact that ghosts aren't real, but I have no explanation. Hmm. Weird. My friend and I were around 14 at the time and asleep in her bedroom. She had a stereo system near her window. We both woke up at the same time and saw a dark shadow on top of her stereo. It looked like a man crouched down. We then both saw it go out the open window. In that same house, she and her mom woke up one night and both saw a greenish figure slash face in the corner of the ceiling. Next one, one night when I was in high school, I was trying to fall asleep, but just couldn't. My bed faced my doorway and my bathroom, and I saw someone walk into my bathroom and close the door. The figure was, a ta- was as tall as the door and as dark as a silhouette. I laid there frozen for around 10 minutes. My eyes didn't leave that doorway. Finally, I worked up the courage to go look and see who or what it was. I peeked my head around the corner of the bathroom, and there was nothing. Though the door, Though the door was left wide open, I checked on my parents, and they were sound asleep. A few days later, I was showering and heard a strange clicking sound. I shrugged it off and continued washing my hair. Around a minute later, something grabbed my ankle really hard and left a red mark on my leg. I opened the shower curtain and felt like there was something invisible in front of my face. Once again, I was frozen. Finally, I opened the door so I could just get out. Click, whatever it was, had locked my door before grabbing me. This is my last one. I was driving home after meeting friends around 3 a.m. and happened to pass a cemetery. I saw a kid, maybe four or five years old, riding one of those plastic yellow tricycles on the side of the road. After I passed them, I thought, wait, it's 3 a.m. Where are the kid's parents? I looked in my rearview mirror and the kid was gone. Oh, that's sad. Okay, those are mine. Have you ever had bubble tea? No. It's good. Is it? Is it the the thing with the... The balls on the bottom? Yes. Taryn has had one, and she tried to get me to try it, and I was scared. It's good. Is it? Yeah. I didn't think I would like it. That's why I never tried it, because mm-hmm. I'm not a big tea yeah. person. Yeah. But it's called milk tea. Yeah. And it's, like, really creamy. Is it sweet? Yeah. Hmm. And I love the little ball things. They're, like, gelatin. Yeah. Ball. They're they're called tapioca pearls. Oh, okay. Um. And they don't really taste like anything. It's just the texture? Yeah, it's just a, huh. you chew it when yeah. it comes through the straw. Interesting. But man, I got some today from this place in Castleton. Yeah. It was so good. It was caramel bubble black tea, hmm. milk black tea with dark brown sugar. Sounds good. It was really good. I want one. Well, yeah. I can't taste anything right now, so. It All right was now. really good. Anyway. All right. It's time for the witty wrapper. Yay, witty wrapper. Did funny tweets. Okay. If your AM phone alarm going off doesn't upset your wife enough, make sure the PM one seals the deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Sitting on the beach watching the sunset. Husband, what are you thinking about, beautiful? Me. Us. But actually thinking about pasta. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Once you have kids, every argument you have with your spouse becomes, did you have to wait until the kids were asleep to do that unnecessarily loud thing? (laughs) My husband just grabbed my hands and said, these are cold. I no longer have a use for you. Oh, rude. Rude. That's weird. (laughs) Oh, shit. My wife just said, stay in your lane, girl, on a Zoom call. So I'm just going to go work in the bedroom for the next several hours. (laughs) That's right, smart. Wife on deathbed. Husband. I can't find the ketchup. Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) It's right in front of your face. (laughs) Hubby wanted to know what I did while he exercises, so instead of confessing I scroll my phone and eat snacks, I said I was writing a novel, so now I eat snacks and scroll my phone with my laptop open next to me. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Tip for husbands. Next time your wife is roasting you about leaving laundry on the floor beside the laundry basket, ask her about all the cotton balls and Q-tips on the bathroom floor around the trash can. Shut up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's not the same. No. When you do it, it sucks. (laughs) Do what I say, not what I do. Yes. Let's get married and have kids so we can be annoyed with little versions of ourselves for the rest of our lives. Perfect. I did that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Married sexed. Oh, God. My headache is going away. (laughs) my husband thought he was going to crop dust the people behind us he didn't know we were about to stop and look at something so yeah my whole family was just stuck in his stench in a well designed model room in ikea oh my god (laughs) 48 percent of marriages end in ikea I talk to my wife all the time about watching stuff, and she'll be like, we watched that two days ago. I can only imagine when she is staring at me, she's thinking, wow, so your 30s is when the dementia starts. (laughs) When they start to tell you something, you're like, yeah, I told you that. Yeah. (laughs) When I'm angry with my wife, I fold towels in half half instead of thirds. So passive aggressive. Hey, at least he's folding towels. Yeah, no I mean, shit. That's awesome. give a fuck how they fo- are folded. <laughs> I'd love that. When I'm angry with my wife, I oh, I just said that. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> oh my god, you had a pathway. <laughs> I must have been a like a laundry woman or something. Maybe. Me. Everything's so beautiful after the first rain. It's all it's all blurry, soft edges. Even these even those two trees look like one giant tree. Husband. You forgot your glasses again. <laughs> That's funny. My wife asked if we could just donate money to our kids' elementary school PTA instead of messing with the fundraiser. As if I needed another reminder I married the right lady. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. I always did that, too. It's so it's like, annoying. Oh, just give him money. Yeah. Just here, take this yeah. and leave me alone. 
My wife brought home toasted marshmallow flavored hard seltzers instead of beer. Am I dead? Is this hell? Am I dead? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds disgusting, by the way. (laughs) My husband decided to work from home today. My Friday is ruined. (laughs) That's funny. My wife just left for work in her slippers. She'll be back. It's <laughs> oh hilarious. I am always afraid because when I get up for work, I'm like half asleep. Yeah. All the way till I get to work. And <laughs> this happened one time. I accidentally put on the wrong sandals. Uh-huh. I wanted to wear brown and I put on oh, black. Yeah. But I'm always afraid I'm going to look down and I'm going to have, like, one of each or something stupid. Luckily, that hasn't happened, but I'm waiting for it. (laughs) Fifteen years of marriage, and last night I scared the living daylights out of my husband by getting into bed with him. So, no, you never really do get used to being married. Is it grounds for divorce if you're on a road trip and your husband refuses to stop to get snacks? Yeah, I thought so. (laughs) My wife mentally screenshots everything I say into her memory. Yes. My husband just put barbecue sauce on his bagel. I'm going to cry. What? Gross. Ew, no. Me. The baby threw her potatoes all over the floor. Wife. Interesting. Me and the dogs ran to get some, but slipped in it and it got everywhere. Wife, interesting. Me, then I went off and had an affair. Wife, interesting. Me, you're reading about murder, aren't you? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Me, I'll end up doing the laundry later or later. Husband, don't you mean I'll do it sooner or later? Me. Aw, thanks, babe. I hate laundry. (laughs) That's so sweet. (laughs) Did you know if your husband doesn't say, looks like someone left all the lights on while turning off the one light that was actually on, the Council of Husbands and Fathers will revoke his membership card? (laughs) True. My wife just informed me that she has already purchased my Christmas present for this year, which reminds me I've got to figure out what I'm doing for her birthday on Wednesday. Oh, my God. And my last one. When your spouse wakes up 10 minutes after you, after you, if you don't ask half day today, are you even married? Did that make sense? Are you even listening? Yeah. Yeah, I was listening. Um. When your spouse wakes up 10 minutes after you, if you don't ask half day today, are you even married? Yeah, I don't get that. Well, I kind of do. Basically saying that you woke up first. Oh, so are you half day today? Yeah. I see. Which that's still stupid. It is stupid. That's all I got. Okay. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. Um, send in your stories. We need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, ask to join the group. Um, oh, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.